assimilate the new settings. Seize <laughs> it now. There you go. Okay. Well, there we go. Now, if I close my prefonts and turn on this little here button, can you oh. see this? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're number one. <laughs> We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> Almost live from across the USA. This is Late Night. Your hosts tonight are Joel, Barry, and Michael, the virtual Uber guy. Tonight. Barry goes on a quick trip to PA, Joel has septic woes, and Michael says, winter is coming. All that and more on Late Night! Sure And now, digitally gathering to watch Galaxy Note 7's randomly explode... I gotta get me one of them. Here's Joel, Barry, and Michael! Welcome, everybody, to the Late Night QRM show number 221 from the Monadnock region in southwest New Hampshire. I'm Barry J. And from south central New Hampshire, this is Joel. At 220, 221. You can only do this twice in a show history. So, hey, it's Michael from Studio V. One of the last shows from Studio V before we move upstairs in the suburbs of Copper Harbor. Hey, yeah. Well, that's going to take some time, right? Well, four weeks. So, so where is the temporary Studio V going to be? Well, it's still going to be here. Oh, okay. It'll just be, we'll see studs in the back. No, no, I'll still oh. be in the room down here, and then oh, I'll okay. just move up when it's up, when it's done. Okay, okay, sounds good, exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started right away with Podcasters Anonymous. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink, and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, and we'll throw up, pass out, wake up, and then we'll drink it once again. I always I always screw up hey. the order, <laughs> and I throw up, pass out, and I <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you gotta get that straight. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to pass out then throw up. You could drown to death. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, Michael, you're up. So yeah, there's still been a shortage of the uh, yellow tail and merlot around here. So uh, no yellow uh, on tail. the advice of the. No, but on the advice of the, don't go there, of uh, the <laughs> local wine connoisseurs, uh, I am drinking some Viridiana wine, which is a Spanish wine. It's red. Don't know what the pedigree of it is because it's all in Spanish, but it tastes pretty good and it's not too expensive. So I'm just sipping on that tonight. I'm pretty fried, so I'm just, just sipping on this. 
Well, I originally uh, had a Jiminy Zero uh, put up there, but uh, Anne-Marie and I went out uh, to a couple of town fall festivals, so I was out in the sun all day, and it was... Uh, there's no humidity at all, and the sun was eh, a little warm, especially in the sun, so I got a headache right after eating dinner, and I said, hmm, I bet you I'm dehydrated. So instead of uh, participating in some alcohol, which would just dehydrate me some more i've decided to go with the good old lipton mix iced tea (laughs) it's not really iced tea it tastes nothing like iced tea but nonetheless (laughs) i love this drink (laughs) yes indeed yes indeed joel ah well let's see here i don't have the lipton powdered lovely iced tea which, by the way, as a kid, we used to take six tea bags and brew them, then take six scoops of that crap and put it in to- on top <laughs> of it, and add lemon, and then and then a little, believe it or not, sugar, like it needed more, for a gallon of iced tea. And my brother and I could drink that stuff in probably ten minutes, a gallon's <laughs> worth. No, but uh, uh, this is a trip down memory lane. But no, I am having what has now uh, it's back out. We saw the commercials on the television. Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Yes, and, nice. uh, yes, yes. My beautiful bride and I quite enjoy the Oktoberfest and look forward to each year when it comes out because it is a seasonal. And, and uh, speaking of that, Merrimack, I guess today um, they're celebrating Oktoberfest at the Budweiser Brewery right across the street from where I work. And, um, and they're doing it at the right time, too, because... Um, a lot of people think Oktoberfest is in October, but it's not. It's actually at the end of September in Germany. Wow. And so Budweiser's doing it right. Very cool. Nice. So, nice. I got to say, speaking of iced tea, I don't know about you guys, but I love the new Geico commercial where the kids have the lemonade stand and people go by, iced tea? No, it's lemonade. Iced tea, and all of a sudden you, they pan out and... <laughs> Ice tea is sitting in the chair reading. Oh, yeah. He goes, No, it's lemonade. <laughs> Car goes like Ice tea! No, lemonade! Can't you read? <laughs> I love that commercial. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it's stupid, but <laughs> it worked. It works, man. It. I remember it and I know it's a Geico commercial. So <laughs> that's advertising that works, so Let's get into Days of Our Lives, shall we? Yes, sir. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, yes, I just lit a cigarette. These two can smell it through the mic. <laughs> oh, geez. What is that? Pow Mow? Is that what a... Oh, no. Yeah, L&M. Oh, wow. Wow. L&M menthols. Wow. What does L&M stand for? Yummy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it stands for they're 50 cents cheaper packed than Marlboro menthols. <laughs> I just was wondering, hmm. Yeah, I always thought Marlboro. Remember the Marlboro man? It was a, you know, a cowboy on his horse, you know. Huh? 
And I think they played the Magnificent Seven theme behind him or something. But, you know, all this. And Marlboro. It's named after Marlboro, Maryland. And there's no way in hell you would ever find a cowboy in Marlboro, Maryland. Because <laughs> all, wow. all the tobacco is grown down in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a transplant. Who knows? Yeah. So Anyway, so... Uh, I took a quick PA trip last week because my uh, my uh, my sister. Well, I guess my, my sister uh, was taking care of it, but we sold my father's house and it was go. It went to closing last Monday, and uh, we still had stuff in the garage, including my old desk. And so I said, okay. So I rented a, a van from Enterprise, and I got this huge Dodge Ram fifteen hundred van. Okay, gigantic thing, and it's. Uh, I said, "Wow, this is impressive." And I said, "Huh, this isn't going to be any problem driving it." And then I climbed into the cab, and well, first thing I noticed was there's a wall right behind the seats, and uh, so it's not like an open back ca- uh, uh, van. And um, yeah, there's virtually no leg room whatsoever. And I'm like, oh. This is really gonna suck. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I get in there, and my leg is literally, my knee is literally pressing up against the dashboard because the seats go back, but I got a wall there, so I can't put it back and do the seat trick for for that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it had a little didn't have much, but it had a little jut out from the dashboard and uh, right next to my knee is where the stick shift was it's an automatic so you know it's right. just a lever but uh, that prevented me from sticking my leg out to the right like I, that's another trick you can do uh so literally my knee could uh, it was the the whole knee lock leg lock thing where you know i had about an inch of room that i could w- wiggle back and forth between steering column and this little jut out and i said mm-hmm. this is really gonna suck because it's gonna be about a six hour drive down there now i got in the van and i gotta say i used to drive a van when i was uh, in high school so i instantly got back to driving a van if anybody hasn't driven a van without a front it's it's a unique thing to get used to but it's kind of cool because you really can see the road right <laughs> literally right in front of you so i kind of like that but Oh man, it was like every hour, hour and a half, I had to stop, <laughs> get out, and hobble around a little bit before I got back in because I literally could not move my foot and and or my leg, and my foot was at such an awkward angle to to you know hit the gas mm-hmm. pedal and and uh, the brake pedal. And I said, "Well, I guess I'll use cruise control." Where, where's the? Oh, no cruise control. Uh, so literally I had to step on the gas all the way down. I'm telling you, that was one miserable ride down. <laughs> and then okay. I, and then I thought about it. I said, Oh, then we're going to load this and I'm going to get up early tomorrow morning and do it again. Yes. <laughs> but we did it. And mm-hmm. I, we got to my dad's house, and I was expecting just to pick up this this desk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see this wall of boxes and 
the desk and all sorts of things there. And I said, what are you going to do with that stuff? She goes, oh, no, that's yours. I said, what do you mean it's mine? She goes, well, we didn't know whether you wanted it or not. So, you know, we got to get it out of here today. So just put it in the van, take it up with you, and then you can go through it and throw out whatever you don't want. And I said, thank you, if you know what I mean. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, at no, that you're time, number one in restless middle finger syndrome, oh, along with that, either. Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. A little bit of that was going on too. Um, and, uh, but, uh, yeah. So that was that was uh, fun, and of course, you gotta realize that these boxes have been sitting. Well, my dad wasn't the cleanest person housewise and uh so at the, about that time i was glad there was a wall between me and the stuff in the box <laughs> because you know it, it got home i emptied it out into the garage and we would actually have to wipe it wipe everything down before we even brought it in the house to to check things out but we found a bunch of old cameras. I mean, for some reason, my sister said, here, look over the cameras. Well, we have some, we got a camera in there from like 1910. Oh, wow. And it's one of those bellows ones that comes out. And uh, mm -hmm. so, and then we had an old Polaroid from, I think, when Polaroids first came out. It was also the kind that had bellows that came out. And then oh, wow. there was a couple 35 millimeter <laughs> cameras in there there's one i know that's old it's an old german one i think it's called argus i forget but uh that was in there and i was it was like seeing an old friend because i learned how to take 35 millimeter pictures with with that thing and um i remember there was a minolta in there that i don't know where that one came from i don't know where my dad picked that one up <laughs> but, but he had one and of course they're all film cameras and so that was kind of interesting and yeah i got my old base cb radio it's a lafayette and you know it's tubes and and you know the typical bent uh metal case so clean that up i try i tried plugged it in turned it on nothing so i have a feeling <laughs> i have a feeling one of the, i'll have to check the tubes and stuff like that but it's neat to have that because that's that's old that that was from the 60s probably early 60s so and there's a whole hell of a lot of other stuff in there, plus my desk. And my desk, I didn't realize until I got it into the garage, but if you ever watched the old Monty Python show, I had this urge to go and sit behind the desk and just go, and now for something completely different, a man with three buttocks. Because <laughs> it was like the exact same, it's the exact same desk. <laughs> John Cleese used to sit behind on that thing, but... Uh, so it's fun. Oh, and I also I had to uh, stock up on um, hoagies and and cheesesteaks. So, ah. So I I I got them. I froze them in my sister's freezer and uh, brought them home and immediately put them in my freezer. <laughs> and at sixteen bucks a pop, I I think I, I dropped about sixty four dollars on hoagies and and cheesesteaks. Uh, <laughs> I've never eaten a previously frozen hoagie before. How does the lunch meat hold up? Well, you know, it's frozen, so it should be okay. But as I told my wife, I said, uh, you know, when I plan to eat 
one of these, and I will only eat a half at a time because I can't do a whole hoagie. I mean, I can barely do half a hoagie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at if you go to a foot long, that's about maybe a third of the size of one of these hoagies. You know, okay. a, a subway foot long. Yeah. Um, I mean, these things are huge, and mm-hmm. um, and they're stuffed. I mean. But uh, I told her, I said, wow, I, it's not like I can stick this in the microwave when we unfreeze. I guess I, I'm going to have to decide I'm going to eat it and bring it out in the morning and just let it naturally defrost. <laughs> well, you could fill the sink with hot water and just stick it in like mom did to defrost dinner for the night. That might not be, be bad because it is in plastic. <laughs> we put them I was in plastic kidding. Bags. The bread would oh. probably swell. Well. Well, but we did put it in plastic, so you we could warm it that way. It's it's sealed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're going to turn out, but I I brought them up, and they're they're in the freezer, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. So, but so that was my little trip because um, last week was a uh, what we what I call three for niner. It was Labor Day weekend, which we got Monday off for, and it was also our our normal off Friday. <clears throat> so that means it was a three-day week, <clears throat> and um, well, if you take three days of vacation, you get nine days off in a row. So I did the three for niner, but ended up having to go down to Pennsylvania for two of those days. And uh, but it was okay; it was it wasn't bad. The traffic was fine, and uh, had no issues whatsoever with the van, except for you know I'm missing one leg now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, that was my uh, week off, and then after that, I was just uh, you know sitting around, well, going through old stuff, and that was it. Now for for when or Thursday and Friday and into the weekend. So, Michael, you're up next. Yeah. So um, last night, my youngest brother-in-law uh, arrived in Copper Harbor. He's been here before, but he's spending the next week here, so it's great to have him in town. Two of my three brother-in-laws have been up here. Uh, the, the third, I don't know, someday he and his family will be up here, but it's a big it's a big haul to pick up and, and come up for him, so I don't know when I'm going to see him. But uh, uh, Greg came up from Illinois. He, As I said, he drove up last night, and uh, we're adjusting our schedule accordingly. It's great to have him around. Did, was so he just family in town? Was he just close enough that he figured, uh, let me drive up and see you guys, or or? Uh, no, he's he's single. He's got tons of vacation time that he never takes, hmm. and and he likes it up here. And the last time he came up, the first time he came up was in November. Hmm. So I'll talk about ghost town. Yeah, he still had a good yeah. time. So we said, well, you got to come up like <laughs> at a, a prime time of season, like right after Labor Day, but uh, before leaf peeper season. Yeah. So that's that's what he did. Leaf peeper season's in about a week, a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, right now he's getting a discount because the hotel rooms are all empty. But by next Friday, every single room in this you know room closet, yeah. a broom closet, outhouse will be rented out. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh, that's neat. That's that's cool. Oh, it's nice when family can come up to see you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And of course, I set up Mikey Net in his room. Right yeah. Ah, there we go. 
<laughs> yeah, he's an IT guy, so he's got to have connectivity. Yeah. yeah. It is that, a must. How's that uh, new system working for you? Still fine-tuning it. but uh, so, Still getting the speeds? Yeah, I'm still getting the speeds. Um, but uh, yeah. the, the high-speed link is a little uh, sensitive to humidity and rain. So I'm keeping both backhauls up, and I'm actually uh, we've ordered a a Edge Router X, which is the Ubiquity product, which mm-hmm. has a lot of the features you'd find in a Cisco, but it's 49 bucks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's cap- You can you can set the algorithm so when things start getting a little flaky in one backhaul, it will automatically switch over to the other one seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And I've done this for a couple of customers out here and. I've set it up here so I can switch back and forth between the 900 megahertz and the 5.8. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're bringing in a bigger access point. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Going from uh, a 16 dB unit to a 21 dB access point up in the tower. Going from a 120 degree sector antenna down to a 60 degree antenna. In other words, a whole hell of a lot more signal. So uh-huh. that should solve our uh, humidity dropout problems. So you're oh, still- I should have saved that for Geek Corner. You're still getting in the 30 or 40 range, right? Download speeds, yeah, I'm speed. getting a few speeds. You're yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I feel for both of you. Out here in the woods, uh-huh. middle of nowhere, a few speeds. Mm-hmm. Up in, <laughs> what, what do you call it? The, uh, the, at the edge of the, edge of the, the end of the road. The end of the, the road. End of the road, it. the edge of the world. The edge of the world, that's right. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Uh, uh, it's me. Oh, it's you next. Yes. Yes. Well, so, let's see here. Uh, to recap. So, yeah, I'm home, uh, off work for on workers' comp, blown out back, blah, blah, blah. It seems like it's feeling a little bit better. Um, you know, we're working away at it, so that's a plus. And in the midst of my absolute and total mind-screwed boredom, because mm-hmm. you can only be at home so many times, but unable to actually move and do things. So a lot of TV watching gets done. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I got a, uh, a Dr. Kenny came around and said, hey, I said, what? He said, how's your drains working at your house? I said, well, you put water in the top and it goes down the pipe in the bottom. That's how they work. Pretty much gravity does all the rest. And he said seriously i said yeah he goes well i got an issue outside at at the tank i said really well what might that be so i have hobble my big ass around and look at the lid that's over top of the tank where you can't see the lid because it's under nine inches of septic water and i went oh shit that's not good no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) say we call our friends out from gcl septic and they come out i'm like so we can i'm like there's no freaking way that tank could be full it's been exactly a year and a day since we had it pumped out Hmm. And, and lo and behold he pulls the lid and starts to do his thing and it's filled with water what? Gray water. Mm. Gray water, as in from 
As in, why didn't it go to the leach field? That's where the water. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Which brought your, I heard your voice, Barry, ringing in the back of my head from about, what was it, two weeks ago or maybe four weeks ago? And he said, well, how's your leach field? And I thought, did you just jinx my leach field? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so they pumped the water out and we're like, what the heck is going on here? So we have a good friend of ours, Scott. Mm-hmm. who uh, owns a landscaping company, has a, the mini excavator. Mm-hmm. And we thought, shit, no pun intended. We got to find out. <laughs> we have to find out where these pipes are going from the septic tank to the leach field. So the next thing, for those who don't know about septic tanks, is that there's a, hopefully, hopefully, a thing called a D-box. And that's several feet away, maybe mm-hmm. 40 feet away from where your septic tank is. And what a D-box stands for is a distribution box. Mm -hmm. One pipe in and four or five pipes out. Four or five, six, could be as many as eight pipes out. And that goes into the leach field. Well, we had never found the mystery (laughs) D-box. And if you guys remember at one point in time, we remember saying, hey, where's the vent pipe? Because most leach fields have a vent somewhere on the property so it can breathe. Well, ours was more like, (laughs) 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 and so lo and behold, we take the excavator and well, actually Scott does. I just stand and actually then got a folding camping chair and watch them work. I like, so let's call me the supervisor, uh, (laughs) dig, um, dig and scratch and dig and scratch and dig and scratch. And lo and behold, Boom, we found the pipe, chased it all the way down. We did find the D-box. Thank God for that. And uh, we're able to pull the top on that. And for what it's worth, it was working, but the flow of water going to it was very, very slow. Mm. And you say, well, why is that? Well, when you looked at what type of pipe they used to go from the septic tank to the D-box, and you realized that... You need, yeah. to, eat, you need to eat more fiber. Um, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> Wasn't that at all? <laughs> but thank you. I'll I'll take that uh, take that under advisement. Okay. It was these guys used. You know, are you guys familiar with the uh, the type of crushable pipe that you would use, say, for French drains that has holes on yep. one side of it? Yep. Well, they make that same pipe without the holes. Right. And it's very flexible, and, and you yeah. can smush it in your hand, and it's four inches and three inches, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, they use that pipe to go from the septic tank. To the D box and uh, actually collapsed underneath I, the weight of the soil. I was going to say, I don't think that's the proper. Ho- uh, you need and to have pipe. a solid pipe. Yes, you need PVC yes. piping, preferably. <laughs> yes. Well, Schedule Forty works fine. I think Schedule they used to use old. When they used to use metal ones, I don't know whether it was cast iron or. Yeah, or the old old. Yeah, the old systems. But ten foot cast iron pipes. Yep. Yeah. Were the geniuses who put this one and decided there must have been a sale on downspout plumbing. Because, <laughs> now that's that's just part of it because then you look at this and you say, "Holy shit!" It was ten feet of it was collapsed. <laughs> where's the Where's the ring shot? Yeah, the ring shot. Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> and uh, oh, that gets better because when we're looking at the the joints where you go in to the septic tank, and this what basically happens in a, a septic tank is always technically filled with water. Right, the holes at the top, the runoff. The holes at the top. Now, that liquid then 
the liquid goes down that pipe goes to the distribution box the distribution box then channels it into one any one of four different holes mm-hmm. and they go through a manifold set of pipes that basically do have leak, leaking uh, leaky pipe yeah. which then goes into your leach field and it makes its way down it gets filtered da, 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 da. Right. well these guys used that down pipe so 10 feet of it just collapsed under the weight of the earth on top of it finally Hmm. and they never bothered to put a vent pipe in, and so we... Well, I, I will say vent pipes may not... I, I don't have a vent pipe. Granted, when you do <laughs> have them, the systems will work actually faster. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. all that pipe... Oh, and some of the joints were absolutely classically awesome. They went ahead... And uh, rather than actually using couplings, they decided, well, if we just kind of hold it together and wrap it with duct tape, <laughs> that'll be fine. And we found this two and a half, three and a half, four and a half feet deep. Oh, duct tape together pipes. And you go, these guys are a bunch of fucking morons who put this thing in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plain and simple. You talk about cut corners. There's certain things you can't really cut corners on. Yeah. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, replaced it all. And the D box we kept, the plumbing coming out of the D box was the right stuff, but replaced that 60 foot run, mm. cut in a vent pipe into the D box, and I'll tell you what, the turds just fly away. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where your leach field is now. We know where every, every <laughs> square centimeter of the entire system is. Yeah. Nice. So Scott was kind enough to do the digging, and those guys put in the pipes. Like I said, I just kind of sat there in the chair and watched, and in amazement. And uh, so, yeah, that was that was pretty. That was a, that was a cool over the course of about three days wow. to do that. And then now uh, we planted the conservation seed all over the leach field now, mm-hmm. so it's got good grass, not weeds, growing over it. So that's a, that's a big plus. Mm. And uh, that means you're going to have to cut it next year. Well, that's what the riding mowers for. Oh, okay. <laughs> And it's uh, parked out inside the garage. Mm. So, yep, that's uh, that was that was that was a pretty cool wow. thing, you know. Now we know every, all the mysteries gone in that system, and technically every single part of it has been worked on. So you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually also added a filter to the top of our septic tank, so uh, we're, you can put a filter in, a sh- if you will, for the water, the gray water that enters that leach field pipe mm-hmm. is filtered, so no solids can get in there, which okay. will cause them to clog. Right, right, yeah. So we rigged up it. They made one. There, 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 there wasn't a baffle there? No, well, there's a baffle. It's a basically a box hole where the pipe comes in, and then there's a baffle about eight inches away. And that baffle only goes partially yeah. down. But the filters they sell, right. I'm sorry, it was seven inches away. The filter that's, that you can buy off the shelf needs eight inches of clearance to put it on to fit between the baffle and where the pipe is, the edge of the wall of the tank. So... That said, we're like, oh, crap. Oh. How are we going to fix this? <laughs> Sorry, you and, didn't say shit. That time. No, that, that was the keyword. So, uh, made a filter. Added a piece of pipe, seven inches long, drilled five-eighths holes all the way around it with a cap to keep the solids from going up but allow all the liquids to enter. Hmm. Works like a charm. Hmm. And don't, don't forget... Hmm. A box of Riddix every month. Did that already, too. Trust me. (laughs) I'm like, right down in. We were at Walmart the other day. I bought a box of Riddix, and down the old hatch she went. And then... Knock on wood. 
three flushes. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Going 19 years. Really? Yeah. Never had it yeah, cleaned 14 out. 14 here. Never had it cleaned out. Wow. That's... <laughs> That's impressive. We're on our second in, the, in less than a year. Yeah, but it's it's not because of that, though. Right, you just had to try and figure out and get the system fixed. Yeah. I mean, you could use 10 boxes of Riddick's wouldn't solve your problem. No. <laughs> 10 feet of crushed pipe does stop everything from moving. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that, that was the speed of that one. And uh, while Scott was here, we uh, I, I say we. Again, there are the, I, I'm the one just sitting in a folding camping Coleman chair mm-hmm. watching these guys work while I'm drinking iced tea. Uh, all the French drains got finished around the house, and all the land around the house got landscaped. So it's nice. all graded, used the York rake, all that yeah. good stuff. I got boulders now set up in front of the house. Oh, wait a minute. So, I forgot. Okay, you're, you you switched. You're talking about the house now, right? Hmm? Okay. The little... Okay, continue. The little, the little cabin in the on the prairie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the little cabin now has four foot tall boulders, end to end to end to end. Sorry, I was just lowering it so you could talk. Thank over Thank you, it. little John. Oh, that was finance. Sorry. <laughs> little house on the prairie. That's. <laughs> Is it loud for you? Because I just turned it oh, down. It's plenty loud. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's loud enough, yes. I'll loud. stop it. <laughs> I thought this yeah. control would control it for you, too, but obviously it doesn't. Okay. It does oh, on okay. the main master. No, on the master. no, it does not. <laughs> no, it was nice and loud. And uh, on top, well, it seems how you played the little cabin in the, well, little cabin in the woods at the top of the mountain song. Um, we also put all new cap shingles on the roof. Yeah. Okay. So we re-roofed the top, uh, the uh, ridge vent. Okay. Yep. 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 So all that's been done as well because winter is coming, and you got to get the place ready. <laughs> that's right. It's supposed to be a doozy this year too. Good, good old classic New, Eng- New England clobbering nor'easter every other day, freaking winter. <clears throat> Let's hope so because we need the rain. Well, we need the water. <laughs> Make exactly. Up, make up for the drought we're in right now. So, I don't. I think we're going to make up for it uh, in literally and plus some. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. you know, the farmers' almanac and everything else they're saying with the the storm patterns and so on and so forth. Especially where I am, because I'm in the direct snow belt. Yeah. Um, two foot snowstorms will be the norm. So it'll almost be like Copper Harbor. Oh, kind of, <laughs> sort of. You know, mini Copper Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the South go, Beach. Show you, Dettenberry. The South Beach Copper I'm Harbor. I'm six inches outside now, and I have the JD going. How about you on Voxer? <laughs> Three feet and counting. I'm in the plow truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's just. Right, milk and toilet paper. Oh, I have that one too. And but... we're drinking the JD, and it doesn't stand for John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, well, that's when it's man. most fun to drive the plow truck, you know. When you oh, drink yeah. a little JD. <laughs> <laughs> well, how'd you how'd you plow the driveway with the JD? Exactly, and the, the plow truck. 
He's a Chevy over there too. <laughs> yeah, but does the but the heat's broken in the truck? Yeah, I drink enough JD. You know, you're plenty warm enough. Just drive it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, well, that's cool. That was pretty much the speed of it. And I said, now I just got a few things that as I'm once I finally get better. Uh, Got to get done, which is they're getting ready for the backup generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is important because we'll probably need it this year. Yeah. Because all the yeah. trees are, are falling over just with a light 20-mile-an-hour wind because of the drought. So yeah. can you imagine if we get a little ice? Yeah, a nice ice storm on it and, the oil <laughs> and all the roots will be flopping over left and right. You literally will be a little house on the prairie with all the hot trees down. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, oddly enough it's the other thing too it's like you know what i think i better fire up and make sure the chainsaws work uh, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. trees come down trees need to be removed yeah yeah oh, well okay well i i don't know whether i've talked about it on the show here or not but uh, sammy who you hear at the end of every show um my my Alaskan Malamute, who's now uh, 12 years old. So he's getting up there. He's a senior citizen. And he's at, he's developed some back problems. So he's on three different pills for back issues. And uh, But he's I can also... Relate. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's the, he's the Joel of dogs. <laughs> yeah, he's going around going... I'm perky, perky, perky! <laughs> But uh, he uh, so so he <clears throat> he also had a problem where it looked like he had an allergy because he was having a whole bunch of skin problems and um, so we uh, finally uh, <laughs> they couldn't do the allergy test because of his medication that he was on for his back so we had to stop him for a while and then they gave him the <clears throat> allergy test which um, aren't cheap. Uh, and finally, the results came back, and the results were, he's allergic to himself. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's allergic. I'm allergic to you know, <laughs> We used to have a horse that had hay fever, which sucked, but not as bad as what's going on with Sammy. <laughs> No, it's it's um yeah, I don't know what it how they explained it, but you know, as dogs get older they produce a little more oil and I guess the oil causes uh can irritate them and but it makes him produce more of the oil, you know. <laughs> so uh, he's on a medication for that now too, and uh, we'll see. Of course, um so I've gotta feed him like four four pills a day, I think it is. And he's a smart dog. So at first we put it in liverwurst because he loves liverwurst. Well, mm -hmm. you know, dogs that size with big noses also can smell things that humans can't. So even though the liverwurst was nice and smelly, I think he figured out after the first couple of times that there were pills in there. So suddenly he stopped ignoring that. So then we got cheese and we melted cheese down a little bit and we uh -huh. balled up the pills and the cheese and that worked for a couple times and now he's getting wise to that so and uh -huh. put it in his food pour gravy on it that worked for a while so it's always a challenge to, to this tonight i had to give him 
And I put it in cheese, Valveda cheese. I did Valveda cheese because he loves Valveda cheese. And I took it into mm-hmm. him, and he went and he sniffed it. And it's like, you can smell that damn pill, can't you? <laughs> and he was like, I said, dog, I got to go upstairs. I said, I, I opened up his mouth. I said, eat it. And I shoved it in his mouth, and he he, he swallowed it. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, the next thing, you may end up taking little tiny hot dogs. Did that. And. Well, then I was supposed to say, yeah, slide him in the hot dogs, yeah. wrap the hot dog in bacon, uh-huh. melt some Velveeta cheese on it, make uh-huh. sure you make an au jus sauce for it, <laughs> serve it with a cup of coffee so he can't smell the medication. Say, do, the, do the coffee on it. I was thinking that or a bowl of beer next to it. I have to check whether garlic's bad for... beer, man. I would have to check whether garlic's bad for dogs or not, because I could... I, w- I was tempted to put garlic in the cheese... Well, what it is, he's probably smelling the pill. Obviously, long in your hands when you're putting it into the food, so your hands have the smell of the medication on it, and it's on the outside. I like Michael's idea. If you have a bacon-wrapped hot dog with Velveeta cheese melted on it served with a cold beer, I mean, if all he needs is a bowl of pretzels, and he's at the pub, you know? <laughs> I, I'm i spending Lay a small... Back on it, lazy boy with the remote in his paw. <laughs> Watching Lassie. Yeah. Well, and all this is going on. Meanwhile, he's blowing coat right now. And I mean, literally, there's little Sammies all over the house. And then you go and you get the vacuum out and you get everything looking normal again. And within 10 minutes, there's little Sammies all over the house again. I mean, he just, he looks like, because uh, we couldn't we couldn't take him to the groomer. Uh, but I think uh, he may have uh, an appointment next week and we got to be careful because he can only stand for so long with his back right now so um but i can uh, relate (laughs) so um you know because she's got this anti uh you know she can go in there and get all the loose fur off and everything and that uh we usually don't have this issue with him because it's like oh he's starting cleaner yeah he's he's starting to molt (laughs) (laughs) take him to the groomer But uh, you don't know at the other end of the hose that they use to remove the loose fur. You know, on the opposite end of the hose that goes through the wall, it's connected to a shop vac. Oh, (laughs) that's not a problem. We use the vac. We use the shop vac on him. He loves it. He stands there, and 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 you take the hose and you go back and forth forth. on him and everything, and then you stop for a minute, and he's like, he jump, he moves over and nudges the shop vac hose again. It's like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Put a Floby attachment on it, you'd be getting a haircut at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! So, and then Charlie went in for his uh, appointment too, and uh, he's got to get more teeth because he's got this um it's like gingivitis but it's not there's nothing you can do about it because it's almost like you're uh it happens a lot with um with um uh, which we call it um god i can't think of the word cats? no yeah oh, cats but uh, <laughs> uh feral feral cats i couldn't think i was thinking feline no that's a cat feral cats <laughs> um what happens is uh the their body um, thinks that the teeth are a foreign object, so they, they creates a kind of gingivitis because it's trying to get rid of the teeth. And we already had a bunch pulled, and I'm like, she goes, well, we'll keep the front teeth, but she goes, you're going to have to bring them in, we're going to have to pull the rest of the molars because it's not good for them. And the place where they pulled the other teeth, that's perfectly fine. I said, Does that mean we got to start, you know, feeding him, uh, 
uh, you know, wet food all the time and go off to dry I'm not, food. I'm, I'm not laughing at the, his his hardship. I just looked at a picture of the Cheshire cat with all the teeth, and I'm like, Charlie's going to have dentures, and a huge <laughs> smile. <laughs> Well, she she goes no. I said he'll you know his 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 gums will toughen up and he'll be able. To, but he goes, let me tell you, you, you when when a cat eats dry food, she said, um, um, you might hear an occasional crunch because they're they're hitting teeth. But he go, she goes, most cats eat that dry food whole. Because you ever seen a cat throw up? And she goes, yeah. I I go yeah. I said yeah. The food's whole comes mm-hmm. up whole <laughs> in the thing. She goes, yep. yeah, they really don't, they they use teeth to tear, right. uh, you know, their prey, but if they're getting cat food, they don't need him. So he'll be fine. And and last time we had the teeth pulled, he was became a totally different cat because he was in pain all the time and the pain mm-hmm. went away finally. So. Right. so we got to get him in there to get the rest of his teeth pulled. So we'll have a toothless cat. Well, Except for the ones that he likes to chomp down on me. <laughs> you know, I could, you know, feeding the pets at your house will be a treat. Sammy's getting bacon wrapped Velveeta melted hot dogs with an au jus sauce, cold beer, and pretzels. And you're going to be making salmon platter smoothies for the cat. Oh, yeah, a little spoiled rotten. I guess. Charlie has some smoked trout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll start turning up his nose at you know common cat food. Exactly. <laughs> pickerel. Who said anything about pickerel? I went bass. <laughs> All right, Michael, you're up. <laughs> so yeah, this comment was probably appropriate a couple of subjects ago, but. Uh, Winter is coming. Um, we were having our occasional 80-degree days, which is hot for us in August. September 1st, frost warning. Bam! Wow. So, um, I don't wow. pull the dock that we use. Matter of fact, I'm notorious for pulling it the night before the first ice appears on Lake Fanio. But yeah. uh, one of my neighbors, a couple lots down, has got this big U-shaped dock with benches, with a boat lift next to it for this the water skiing boat. And, and it's a major job. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I did this morning with wow. my neighbor. And wow. it's a three-person job, minimal. And boy, it's, you know, it's a portable dock, but where, where it sits, uh, I've talked about this before, but like the dock that I use that I put in and take out from my neighbor right next to me, where the ladder goes down, you're about knee level with water. You go two feet further from the shore, and it's over your head. It just drops off like a cliff. Wow. So not quite as bad there, but still, um, where the end of the dock is, you go a couple more feet out, it's like 15 feet deep. Wow. So we're unbolting these huge sections and then walking them in. And if you <laughs> lose your footing... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be hiring somebody with a scuba tank after the stuff. So a little little uh, dicey work, but it's done. And the other thing, uh, in uh, in theme with the last couple of shows, we yeah. have started the curly shuffle of the boxes here at uh, Studio V because October first construction begins, but right. we still have you know a full farm's worth of stuff between the downstairs and upstairs <laughs> of this garage. 
And we've really, I, I was pushing to get at least the upstairs completely cleared out. That ain't going to happen. We're going to have to clear things out, but move things, you know, basically move all of the things down to one side of the garage and clear up the first half. And then while he's working on the first half, we'll continue clearing, but then we're going to have to move everything over to the other side so we can work on the back half. Mm. Not the way I'd like it to be, but I can only move stuff around. There's there's only so many spaces I can stack stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. as I say, the curly shuffle has started. <laughs> hey, Mo. <laughs> oh, oh and I guess I'm up again. I may, I wait a minute. I what? might have something oh, uh, that kind of oh. goes with that. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm really looking yeah. forward to uh, expanding. This is going to double the size of this office, and then this office again will become Mark's. I, and, yeah, I was, uh, and I was going to say, I, I bet you Mark's excited about it too. Yes, he is. Actually, he's more than willing to help. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're looking forward to that. And speaking of Mark, uh, we'll, go, we'll, we'll do the gaming update here. Okay. Uh, I have been, as you guys have seen, been playing Pokemon Go. Not going crazy about it, but it is something that both of my sons are are interested in. So it's fun. That's mm-hmm. me. That was that's still what keeps me going on Ingress at limited level that I do because it's something I can do with with Mark. Yeah. David's not too interested in Ingress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do check into Clash of Clans every week or so to see what I need to uh, <laughs> update. Um, what was that? What? Oh, oh I, I thought you played something there. Oh, uh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, I heard a noise. Anyhow. Oh. <laughs> but, uh... I haven't played anything, honestly. Uh, okay, <laughs> he's waiting for the theme so, music that's, for that's, Clash of Clans. I don't, I don't have that. Cra- no, no, I don't no, have it no, on no. there. I'm not going crazy in any of this, but, you know, it's it's kind of like, well, I'm going to town anyhow. I'll just keep updating these things it's you know it's it's a pastime without going out of my way so you are so, still uh, playing English, I'm, right? I'm ready yeah well mostly i'm just maintaining our two guardians at this Acquiring point i'm up with like downloading latest intel package bob it'll be short you don't have to go get a beer well you could go get a beer that's that'll, that'll work. okay that's enough. but <laughs> Yeah, I'm maintaining the two guardians. Uh, I'm collecting some keys right now because some people from Canada will be swinging by. But uh, most of the portals around here are are white or gray. Wow. Not in Copper Harbor, but there's not a lot of activity up here. Wow. Uh, huh. The last father-son trip we really want to make is that the uh, the rocket range at the end of the peninsula has never been taken. It's still one of the original portals. Really? And Mark has one of the original portals, portals in Copper Harbor because of the microwave link that we were able to set up. Uh-huh. And we're thinking about doing the same thing. But it's going to be a, it's a, it's a couple-hour four-wheel drive trip into the woods to get to this site. And lots of radio and equipment. <laughs> and lots of radio microwave equipment. But we're going to give it a shot. It sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So I've decided, yeah, have, have a little bit of fun. Have a little bit of gaming. I don't do much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually having fun with the Pokemon Go, although I know it's already come and gone as a fad. But uh. yeah, I've I've kind of given up on both of them. Every once in a while, I pull up the Ingress thing. I, I I pull up Pokemon Go too, but I never find little creatures. They they're just never where I am. So, <laughs> I and I've never. They're really, all over the campus. There's not a lot of them up here. Yeah, you got to find out where the all the little portals or whatever they call their stuff are, and uh, probably look for them there but i just haven't had the time so 
you know, that's the way it there is. is one spot, one spot in Copper Harbor where the wild Pokemon show up occasionally. Just <laughs> one spot. I got it narrowed down to like three feet. Mariner uh, in? <laughs> Mariner, Mariner it's North? Close. I mean. <laughs> it's behind the, it's uh, north of the Mariner North. Yes, actually, it's on their property. <laughs> we have one, two, three Pokestops and one gym. Wow. You got a gym up in Copper Harbor? Yeah, we've got a gym. Really? Wow. Post office? Yes. (laughs) I kind of figured that. Uh, Oh, I do have one more thing if I can jump in here. No. Absolutely. (laughs) Ty goes to Joel. (laughs) Well, you you mentioned the Mariner, and uh, I... uh, Oddly enough, my, uh, my beautiful bride and I had actually stopped at a place that Barry's been keeping him to himself because he just have not. I've mentioned <laughs> the hometown diner right here on this show. Well, a couple of years be- ago, but a couple of years, yeah, <laughs> it's only been open for two years. So, uh, well, we uh, went we- when it was first open. <laughs> I finally found a Reuben that's close, not up to a hundred percent, but close. To the Reuben, the first Reuben I had at the Mariner when we came up to visit Michael. Really, the hometown diner has one. I up there. I've only been there for breakfast, so yeah. I I, I was here for breakfast yesterday, so. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's it was what a fantastic diner to go to. I mean, it's the Chrome, like train car. It originally came from Ohio. And uh, then they added on to the back, and they have an outdoor eating area, which mm. I tell you what, awesome folks, excellent freaking food. I mean, and the the the, the prices are fantastic. There's mm-hmm. absolutely positively you, the one of an awesome, awesome, awesome dining experience. Yep. So it's I uh, wanted to throw that out there because I got the Reuben. I walked in the first time, and we were there for lunch. Mm. And uh, Debbie, we're looking at the menu. She goes, hey, you see that on the menu? And I'm like, what? She goes, they have Rubens. And I went, well, there is no Ruben like a Mariner Ruben, but we (laughs) shall try. And, uh, yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. That's right next to my uh, finance guy. Yeah. He's got the little office right next to the, they share the same same parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but, so if anybody's uh, ever up in the uh, Ringe, New Hampshire area, try the Hometown Diner. Yep. You're not going to be disappointed. And they're open at until the later corner of 202 and 119. Yep. So, and uh, right down the street from, uh, I'm surprised there's not more college kids that go there. because the, There's uh, a ton of college kids that go there. I was talking to them right. about that. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they flood the place. Yeah. Really? Because it's mm-hmm. right down the road. Um um, Franklin Pierce. Franklin College. Pierce, yeah. Right down the road from there. And, uh, yeah, beautiful. I don't know whether you can see it from the diner, but you can see Monadnock from that area, too. Nice, mm-hmm. nice pic- or scenic view of Mount Monadnock. Absolutely. Right yeah, that's about uh, 10 minutes from my house. So. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's it's the closest diner. We, to, literally, it's the closest diner to my house, and Peterborough is the other one. So. No, there's someone right in the uh, strip mall next to the laundromat. There's a diner right there, and they serve good food as well. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's not really a diner diner, though, you know, with the diner car. Oh, yeah, with, with the train car? No. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but, but yeah, yeah. they have good food, huh? 
Yep, I'm yep, gone there. A couple times. Okay. Is it the place that used to be Mrs. Murphy's? Yep. Mrs. Murphy's was, oh, they made the best donuts ever. <laughs> Huge, too. I mean, it put Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme to shame. Both, both. I mean, yeah, I mean, you had a Mrs. Murphy's. You would, you, you, you just say, what are these toys, these, this dog food that Dunkin' Donuts is serving? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible donuts, but they, they close shop, unfortunately. Yeah. So. I uh, I will say this much. I, on that same note, I discovered something quite by accident when I was heading down to work. This is a while ago. I stopped at a local Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts, and I said, hey, can I have an apple fritter yeah. and a cup of coffee? They're only, the, uh, the, uh, they only have apple fritters that are regional. Really? They're Dunkin' Donuts, and they have them, like the one in Antrim. They have them in Jaffrey. Uh, anywhere hmm. in the mountains. And, but if you go down to the flatlands, yeah. you won't, they don't even sell, sell them down there. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I found that out. I struck up a conversation with a couple of folks and said, yeah, they said mountain folks like apple fritters. Yeah. Yeah. Flatlands, they just eat coffee rolls, so they don't sell them and they don't make them down there. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, when Mrs. Murphy's closed, guess what opened up at the other end of the strip mall? Dunkin' oh, Donuts. <laughs> Yeah. I know I've got one, two, or a thousand cups of coffees from there. Right next to the subway. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, shall we get into uh, Broken News? And now, live, well, almost live... In the QRM studios on the FUJ Network, this is Broken News. And welcome to Broken News. We call it Broken because at one time it was breaking news, but we always, as you know, for everything else on this show, we do things late, so by the time we get to it, it's Broken News. So, um, of course, politics, politics, politics. That's what's all that's kind of in the news these days. It's hard to find anything else out. And, um, of course, uh, I guess you heard about uh, Hillary calling uh, half the Trump supporters... uh, Deplorable, and they should uh, deplorables that yeah in the basket or or, or basket full. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, yeah, we were deciding. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you should make T-shirts that say "Deplorable Me" on them <laughs> sell them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, somebody that's supposed to be the leader of everybody in the country uh, thinks that half the country is deplorable. So um. <laughs> And um, um, I'll, I'll mix these up a little bit. But um, the other day, Mr. Trump came out and said he is um, absolutely sure that Obama was born in the U.S. Um, he has seen the birth certificate. And he now believes that Obama is officially a U.S. Uh, citizen and born in the U.S. So, uh, and of course, the press is saying, "Well, then why did you make all the big fuss and you started the whole?" birther movement and uh he had to remind the press and and hillary said came out and said well i expect you to you owe not only president obama but everybody 
uh, an apology for starting this whole birther movement, and Mr. Trump had to remind her that um, it was actually her organization campaign organization back in 2008 that started the birther movement by suggesting mm-hmm. people go check it because you, you remember obama and her were you know competing in the primaries <laughs> so um that kind of backfired a little bit on her um and of course the other big news was especially with the 9-11 ceremony she was there and uh there was video of her well, they said she stumbled, but uh, I saw the video, and um, she pretty much passed out. And yeah. they grabbed her and dragged her into um, her black minivan, which I heard somebody on online call Hospice One. Hospice uh, One! <laughs> I like that! And she was whisked off to her daughter's apartment where she uh, recouped, well... A couple days later, it was uh, brought out that um, she was suffering from pneumonia, so she had to take a few days off to recoup from the pneumonia, and that explains all the coughing problems she's had for the past two years. Mm. Two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pneumonia for two years? Okay. So, um, I don't know. And, of course, it brings up the whole thing about her health. Um I don't know. Maybe it is just pneumonia. Uh, she seems to be having a lot of problems, issues. Um, there's other people that are more knowledgeable than me and doctors who, of course, they want to stay alive. So they say, well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, without looking at things, but I will tell you that these are certain symptoms. One of them, um, uh, she may have, um, oh, what the hell is it called? Um, uh, SARS? No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, God. Hi, Parkinson's. Uh, that uh, a lot of the stuff that she's showing are symptoms of. Uh, um, I, I would say mid stages of Parkinson's. So I, I, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. Um, but you know, uh, karma's a bitch. What's that? Karma's a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you know it was so hard for me not to complete that sentence <laughs> <laughs> and and here in new hampshire last tuesday we had our second primary now the first primaries for the president because we always have to be first in the nation so we always have it at a ridiculous time right after you know it becomes the new year and practically um and then um for the rest of um the seats that are up and available in the state we have a primary in september and uh so that was last uh wednesday or last tuesday excuse me and uh um yes yeah, so of course our governorship here is only a, a two-year term so every two years they've got to run while our current governor is going to run for the u.s senate so she's running for that and that's uh another thing that's coming up here and so there's always a whole bunch of people running for governor and it's coming down to a very familiar name chris sununu for the republicans and then a young 37 year old and God, I should have his name written down here. Um, I can't think of it. Van 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 Oyster Van Van Oy, <laughs> Oster. I don't know, but he's uh, 
he's he won he won soundly the uh the democratic one which i i kind of was surprised because there was a couple older people running but uh yeah he he got he got a good chunk of the vote there so that is set uh of course the, we have two count them two we we're a small state <laughs> two u.s uh, congress people and uh district one and district two and uh and those uh, both had primary um, primary challenges, and uh, of course, well, actually, the Democrats didn't because, they, at least in our up in our way, um, Annie Custer is the current Congressperson, and she is uh, Jim Lawrence won on the Republican side, so they're going up, and uh, and on the other side, uh, let's see. Um, they kind of trade that seat back and forth every couple of years or every every four years, I should say, because, you know, it's funny in New Hampshire um, and during a presidential election, um, it seems like all the seats go to the Dems and then the next election off off primary off presidential election, um, all the Republicans get back in. So, you know, makes you wonder, hmm, why are all those buses going from town to town to town? <laughs> just saying just saying because we don't do a a real good check on the identification on who's voting up here um i always volunteer my driver's license i do too but uh apparently uh you can just sign an affidavit if you don't want to show it and uh emory had a had a uh, not an argument she was working the polls and uh this one uh of uh, Democratic woman or what woman who is uh, a member of the Democrat Party uh, came in and was arguing about this, and, I, and of course Emory was very un, well. You know Emory, and she kept very cool, calm, didn't say anything. Boy, if I were there, I would say, "Hmm, okay, it's the law. You got to show some ID, or you can sign an affidavit." Uh, right. But uh, let me ask you something: uh, the people that went to the DNC's uh, uh, convention. Did they have to show ID to get in? Yes, they did. <laughs> so, you know, you know, oh, well, what about the people that can't go out and get IDs? And, you know, because they're, you know, I said, well, how are they going to get to the polls to vote then? Well, and, and this brings, a, brings the question, so, brings to light a good question because of the new laws, not new, but with the current laws, what the Department of Homeland Security, you can't open a checking account unless you have state-issued ID. You can have a state-issued non-driver's ID yes. card. And, and I believe uh, they're free. And they are free. So if you, the argument, well, these people can't go out and get ID. So then also, the, how do these people then qualify for, I don't know, open a checking account? Well, they can't do that either. So what do they do for money? Because you can't get a job. Yeah, and if they're a U.S. citizen, and if they're on welfare, there's no such thing as cash anymore. It's you got to use an EBT card. Right. So (laughs) how's that go? Because the state's not a bank. So the whole point is saying they don't have state. They can't get out to get state ID. So then, how do they exist? Do they just sit somewhere? Magically, money pops in. They get fed. They have shelter. No. And I, I, I would ask these centuries. You have to have an ID. I would ask these people, well, why can't you guys volunteer to take them and get their voter ID cards? You certainly volunteer to get them here to the polls on election day. (laughs) It's part of the process. Take them, get them IDs, and everything's good. 
But I'm sorry, you can walk up to the people, the the keeper of the checklist. You know, when you walk up to to register to get in to vote, and you know, you can look down at the list, you can see the same thing, and you could just walk up without showing ID. You could just say, "Oh yeah, I'm that person." Yeah, that's my name, and say it, and they'll they'll mark you off as that person if they don't know you. Mm-hmm. So, so sorry, I believe in voter ID. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's not tough to get one, um, even if you can't get around. There, there, there's there's organizations here you can make a call and they you know um there we have a whole uh business of people that go and voluntarily pick up uh people and get them to doctor's appointments and take them to the grocery store because let's face it we don't have living out here in the sticks we don't have bus service or we don't have trains or anything like this so there's a whole volunteer organization a non-profit organization that uh their whole job is is to um, take senior citizens and anybody that's disabled or can't can't drive an automobile uh, around to make their appointments, get food, and uh, oh, you know, go get their I- voter ID card. <sighs> Very simple. There's ways, but you know, they all would like to have the undocumented Democrats come in and vote. Eleven times. Yeah, <laughs> at each town. <laughs> so, anyway, Chicago okay. style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chicago that's right. style voting. Okay. Anybody else got any more broken news? I couldn't think of any. You know, the rest of the news that I was interested in is is covered in Geek Corner. So, um, not. Uh, uh, let's see. Anything else uh, happen? Minor earthquakes all over the place, but. That's mm-hmm. that's normal these days. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. Oh, the big thing about uh, people, uh, uh, players uh, kneeling or sitting down during the uh, playing of oh, the that. national anthem. Yeah. And I, yeah. here's what I say. I, you know, they do have the right to do it. And go ahead. I, if, if people would just shut up and not pay attention to them, they would stop doing it because, you know, but now there's all this fuss and now, you know, it's like, okay, let them do it. Um, and so what, uh, you can do that and you're free to do that. And if I see a whole team do that, I am free not to watch that football game if it bothers me. So, and, and I will do that if, if, if it bothers me. Um, I think, uh, South Park, uh, by the way, just, uh, oh, I'm, I'm doing a little, uh, Entertainment last month early. Uh, South Park uh, season twenty, believe it or not, just started last Wednesday, and I think they uh, covered it very well. Um, there was a crisis. We needed a new um, something, a new uh, national anthem. So who do you call if if the world's in a crisis? You you go to J.J. Abrams and let him say. Ah. <laughs> but what he did was uh, it was the same national anthem. But you could show patriotism by sitting, kneeling, or standing if you like. So he just he just said all those things show patriotism. <laughs> so he just wiped out the whole idea <laughs> completely. I thought that was great. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so that's that. So I guess uh, no other breaking news. Let's get into a geek corner. Oh, my front lawn. 
goes to white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. And there was two big things in the cell phone world that happened. Um, we'll cover the big one that happened this week. The iPhone 7 debuted. And it is went on sale on the 9th. And I think uh, the people are, picking, are, um, are receiving, that's the word I want to use, receiving their iPhones, the first ones coming out. And they also released iOS 10 for... Uh, consumption and uh, so the iPhone 7 I, I did um, listen to it as I was driving home on that uh, Wednesday uh, in the van with my with my numb leg and uh, there was some kind of cool stuff but um, not enough for me to go Ooh, I, I can't wait for that phone you know <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, there's, a, you know, and the one thing that pissed me off still is the 3.5 millimeter jack is uh, gone for headphones, uh-huh. and people say, "Oh, well, you don't need that. We got to move up." And uh, I was like, "No." As a person that does audio stuff, that 3.5 millimeter jack is nice because I have lots of patch plugs. I can plug that in and hook it into my mixer board if I need to get audio off of it. Um, I've got earbuds. I've got several pairs of earbuds placed in places I use them um, so I don't have to carry around one pair all the time. And um, I buy the cheapy ones because they only last about a year. Um, so if I that, buy yeah. the six to twelve dollar earbuds, which are perfectly fine for what I'm doing. I even have a pair of Bluetooth that I use out in the yard, so I don't get the wire caught on everything. But they they have out of all my earbuds, they have the crappiest sound, <laughs> <laughs> and you know they t- tend to cut out here and there every once in a while. So, uh, but they, they, they it comes with an adapter. So you can plug it into your uh, a port, and it's like, okay, well, geez, there's an adapter to lose. <laughs> really oh, easy. Yeah. And there's only one, so I either carry it around with me, or I have to go out and buy $9 adapters for... <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I see, I see the video. You're up next. <laughs> and... Uh, so I'm not thrilled about that. Plus, when I'm sitting in my chair and stuff, I often put earbuds in and listen or and charge the phone at the same time. Now, wow, wow, there's an answer for that. Uh, Belker's already come out with an adapter that you can plug in and you can charge the phone and earbuds in at the same time, and it only costs fifteen dollars. I could be wrong with that. Could actually cost more. So um, so now I've got $12 earbuds, $15 adapter, um, several other $9 adapters. Um, but um, Apple says, well, we've got a product too. We've got the stand, you can the charging stand. So you can put the phone in the charging stand, and it's got a 3.5 millimeter plug on the charging stand. And, well, I'm not sure what that costs, but I bet you it's somewhere around thirty nine ninety nine. Because that's kind of a standard Apple uh, price. So, um, so all of a sudden, uh, the little things I stick in my ears is getting way, way more expensive. And of course, they came out with their wireless ones, which I don't know what they sound like, but they look really stupid. They look like oh, yeah. they're regular earplugs without the wires. 
mm-hmm. and um <laughs> i saw a video um uh on the conan o'brien shows they did the if you remember the old ipod silhouette uh, yeah. commercials that used to be on they'd be dancing around you'd see the uh ear earbuds plugged in and to their ipod and you'd see that and the dancing around. Is, is swinging around yeah. yeah so they did it with these new ones and, and and all of a sudden you know one of them would go flying one way the other one would go flying <laughs> another way and they showed it dropping into a well and uh and then she'd go over to you see her go over to the store and she'd drop down money and they give her another pair and she'd go out and all of a sudden they fell off again a dog came and ate one <laughs> she'd go to the store again drop down another 160 bucks for another pair <laughs> so oh, thank you. I, i'm sorry but i'm not i'm not too thrilled now they've already gotten they pried open uh the the new iphone 7 and they put the haptic sensor in where the um where where the ear the 3.5 millimeter jack used to go so that's important they need the haptic sensor because uh, the button's no longer a button it's a touch button with the 3d touch and it gives you feedback i guess if you if you press it so you feel like you're pressing a button even though it's not a button and it's waterproof now uh so it'll take up i forget what it is up to a meter Mm-hmm. For, for 45 minutes or something like that, which is good because, you know, you don't want to go swimming with your phone. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you accidentally, you know, somebody jokes around, you got it in your pocket and pushes you into a pool or something, you know, now mm-hmm. your phone will survive. Or, you know, you get into a torrential downpour or something or you just trip into water mm-hmm. or you drop it into water. That's in good. That, that, that's, that's, that's a real plus. So that's a good thing. Um, you can tell iOS 10 is made for... The iPhone 7, which is, that's what they usually do. Um, first of all, the first thing I heard before I tried to download it, they said, don't do the over-the-air download because it was locking up people's phones. And so oh, nice. they said, do it through iTunes. Now, supposedly within a couple hours, they had the over-the-air one fixed. Um, but uh, I I played the safe way, and I, I did it through iTunes. Well, first I had to download the I've new, done both. Yeah, I I downloaded yeah. the new version of iTunes, which they moved everything again on it. Uh, yes. So so it was like uh, it took me uh, fifteen twenty minutes just to figure out how to get to the devices, so I could you know do a download and see what was going on. Um, and uh, but I download. Of course, it takes longer if you download through iTunes because you get the entire image. So it's it's uh, a gig and a half, or some phones it's two gigs, I think. And then mine was two point one five gig. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I think my iPhone five, which was, I was I was surprised I could update my iPhone five. Uh, I plugged it in to see, and it popped up and said there was a thing, but that one was like one point five gig for for that one. So. Um, but uh, that went well. I didn't have any issues uh, installing it. Um, there's some cool things. There's some things I'm not too thrilled with. Um, the slide up from the bottom used to be one display, which I liked. It had uh, I used it mostly to turn, you know, put it in airplane mode or uh, turn off uh, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. You can do that and had controls. Mm-hmm. So what if you're playing any kind of audio or anything? They had controls there, so you could pause the music if you're getting out of your car or something. It was real nice. Well, now they flip. You flip it up, and 
that stuff's all there, but um, the audio stuff's on another display, so you got to flip up and slide to the left to mm-hmm. get to the audio controls. And I say, oh, well, that's just one more movement i got to do now <laughs> to, get to, to get to the audio controls. Um, <clears throat> I don't like what they did to the button. I've heard several people on different podcasts um, who are big-time Apple people not like what they're doing, and I'm sure this was made for the new phones but now you know if you use the touch thing you used to either click the button once or you would uh you know turn your on off button on to activate the phone and then you would uh just put your thumb or finger on the button that you didn't have to press it and it would Mm -hmm. unlock the phone and let you in well now you have to press the button and touch it and sometimes it gets confused the way you're doing that and it it it's just I haven't I think I finally got it down now but it was like a different pattern than what I was used to doing to open the phone and there was nothing there to explain how to do it except for it says press the home button well yeah I pressed the home button and nothing happened or I pressed the home button and now the whole damn phone's locked up <laughs> and uh one time I had to reboot it the other time I said oh screw it I'll put it here and uh about uh Five minutes later, the thing, the thing came back alive again. So, um, yeah, there's some lockup issues with iOS 10. At least I've had had them, and uh, they have supposedly in the new phone and the six and six. Yeah, the no, the six uh, S and and the six S six plus S or six S plus. Uh, they got a thing you can uh, raise to wake. Which I thought sounded pretty cool because you could just raise your phone up and it would wake it up, and then you could just press the button and get in. Um, found out it doesn't work with the six, so oh, really? it doesn't even allow you to turn it on. It's, it doesn't even show up in the menu. It's only for the six S, six S plus, and seven. So that's 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 horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean that's because it requires a, a chip that's not in the six. Uh, so, um, but I well, thought I got- that would be kind of cool. So, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And then uh, let me tell the other story. Uh, Michael, do you have any news on the iPhone 7? Uh, you're, you're, on the 7? And, or iOS um, 10? Actually, you, yes, you've already done iOS 10. Yeah, I've been doing... I downloaded the full iOS 10 from my phone, which, as I said, was 2.15 gig. Mm-hmm. I've done the bit differential for uh, several iPhones and iPads. It still comes in at over a gig. Okay. Um, wow, really? So everybody's updating it once. Yeah, the bit difference is still over a gig. Hmm. So the system's getting a stress test here in the harbor this week. Um, my first impressions actually are, are pretty good. I mean, there's definitely some UI changes. Uh, much to do about nothing as far as iMessage, as far as I'm concerned. I just want to send messages and receive them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the whole look and feel, that's changed. Oh really? I haven't looked at that yet. But uh, in general, no, I've, I've been pretty, I've been pretty happy with it. The first thing that didn't smack me in the face, which is a good thing, is that you know when I wake up in the middle of the night and remember I got to set my alarm or change it. Yeah. The alarm screen was always bright white with black lettering, which uh-huh. is the last thing you want to see at two in the morning when yes. you turn on yeah. your phone. Yeah. So they've changed that to more like the dark screen uh, theme of uh, Overcast. Oh, nice. It's actually very pleasant to the uh, pleasant to the eyes when you need to look at. It. I'll have to check that out. But I'm only a couple out. days into it, so yeah. I really I'm, I, I'm not the uh, 
the great commenter of all things iPhone at the moment, but so far it has not been a bad experience for me. So, so the other thing I noticed right away was the notifications. We used to be black boxes with white lettering is now um, light blue. Actually, they, they change colors, I think. Uh, I don't know whether that's the translucency or there might be actually be slightly... Pe- they're pastel colors um, and, uh, and, and with dark lettering. And I think that's an improvement because I, I can read them better that way uh, in the car. Uh, not that I glance down and see if a, what a notification says he's not looking at the screen <laughs> <laughs> but uh usually i can't tell anyway because it's the lettering's too small and i can't read it anyway you know unless i you know go like this and stick my head down by it <laughs> i'm not gonna do that while i'm driving so uh, but uh it's well, just i find a, the notifications are or I find the notifications are sorry for jumping in, but no. um, are easier to track down once you get them. And you got to go look for them. Mm-hmm. And the, the older version, I mean, they are, I will say, getting more Android-like because before a notification would come and go, and all of a sudden, like, what? What was it? Where the hell did it go? I can't find it anymore. Was it important? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, they did have the screen. If you if you slid over to the right, yeah, or did a right swipe, and you get to the. Um, they they would have two things. They would have your weather and whatever you, your widgets, your limited widgets that you could put on there that you could look at. But if you slid, you know, once you were on that screen, if you went to the oh, no, it had a tab, and you went to tap the notifications, all your notifications would be there. But yeah, it wasn't intuitive on how to find them. You would think that you'd swipe to the right, and the first thing you'd see is notifications. You don't. You get you see your widgets first. But uh, so, uh, but. Overall, I mean, it is. I mean, it's still smooth. It's uh, it's okay. I I have experienced on uh, my the tab the the iPad and my phone uh, lockups. Um, probably to be expected until they come out with ten dot zero dot two, because they already mm-hmm. have dot one out. I guess that was the over the air thing that they fixed right away. Uh, but. Uh, Overall, it wasn't it wasn't bad, and uh, the phone seems to be okay. Um, so now, with with that said, uh, the b- other big news um, that happened, and we'll let Joel go after this with his news is, of course, the other big news is I went and looked at the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note Seven, and I said this is a nice phone, but I'm going to wait to see what the iPhone Seven looks like. I'm going to wait for the announcements before I go and. And decide on that, well, um, yeah, I, I've decided I'm going to go to the dark side with the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. But uh, <laughs> when I when I made that decision, it was when the big news came out that they catch fire. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Now, I will tell you, I know everything about this because i was bummed and i mean i have read articles from the geeky text ones and people that discuss the insides of the phones and this and that and i mean even the regular things from the stupid mainstream media and i i I say stupid mainstream media because Oh, God, if they botched this story up so, so bad. I mean, almost immediately, Samsung knew. Bad batteries. <laughs> of course, the bad thing for them, kind of embarrassing, is the good batteries were the batteries that came from China. 
That's why they don't have to recall the Samsung, the Note 7s that went to China, because they pretty much all had Chinese batteries. And here, not so much. They had uh, the Korean-made batteries, <coughs> a Samsung company. Um, they were the batteries that were defective. <laughs> And they were blowing up and catching fire because uh, anode and uh, uh, the diode, not diode, you, Michael, help me there. The, the anode and the base or whatever, you know, then cathode, cathode, anode, anode, cathode, cathode. Uh, were, were able to touch. And that just went into a runaway heat happening, chemical thing, and the batteries got hot and and caught fire, exploded, whatever. Now... They immediately, when it first few came in, they said, they made the decision, we're going to take them all back, and they told everybody not to use them. Okay, this is all over the news. To this day, people are still using them uh -huh. at their own risk, and then they get upset when the thing catches on fire. You were told not to use it. Take it in. Get a replacement. They'll even give you a loaner phone until the replacements are here. But people didn't listen, or people aren't listening. They say, well, mine's still working, and it only gets a little warm when I charge it. <laughs> Good for the one, cold weather climate. One lady said she's using it, but she, oh, she's safe because when she charges it, she puts it into a baking pan. <laughs> and sits it in a baking pan. <laughs> She's charging it. Uh, so, needless to say, um, the masses are asses. The hot phone that Samsung came out with that that exploded onto the scene and was <laughs> literally uh, uh, you know, on fire um, with sales is um, has been recalled and. Uh, of course, now me thinking, I don't care. It's a cool phone. As soon as they fix the problem, as soon as they get the new phones out, I want to get one. So I've been in touch with the AT&T guys once a week and finding out and looking for a release. Apparently, the uh, replacement phones will be available September 21st. That's this Wednesday. Now, my mm -hmm. question is, they haven't said anything about new phones. Will new phones be available at that time also? Because my opinion is... If you want to have the safest phone ever made <laughs> on the, out in the world, it is going to be the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 replacement phone because these guys lost billions on this. Oh. And so you know, they're, they're not going to put out another bad phone. You know? Nope. Yeah, so, um, so I'm waiting. Hopefully, with that said... Wednesday, we'll hear about when new ones will become available. And yes, I'm probably going to go to the dark side and get a Galaxy Note 7. Now, with that being said, Joel, you have some news. I did go to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yes, my work phone is an iPhone 5S. Yes, you've heard me bitch and complain about, oh, great, this update just shut this off and yes one of them bricked one of my uh bricked my daughter's phone and uh from that point i was thinking you know maybe this isn't as cracked up as it used to be so and then you started talking about <laughs> the nexus thing 
or not the Nexus, but the uh, the Note Sevens before their unfortunate uh, battery issues. So I started researching, and I'm like, well, the Note Seven too big. Don't want it. I, I need something that's not quite that big because mm-hmm. I I'll put it in my pocket and bust it. So I started looking, and I remembered, you know what? I've never really taken a long, good, hard look at the Galaxy S5. Mm-hmm. So I did, and I have researched the living bejesus out of this phone. <laughs> for I try, oh, I've had weeks and weeks and weeks to read up and, and, and watch v- video logs and everything else on this thing. Pros, mm-hmm. cons, uh, all of it. And... I pretty much had made my mind up, I know what, and I that I really wanted one, and then I came across well that little iPhone 4s. I thought, well, I'll go get a little shitty 4s, just to hold me over to see if I really want to jump to the dark side. Well, guess what? The 4s didn't work. Bought it, <laughs> couldn't get it activated on my carrier. Hmm. And so I shipped it back. And I did get a refund. Thanks very much. It was, a, it was a, a fine transaction. The seller was absolutely, you know, totally above board. And, and I, I, uh, really an excellent transition with, with the exception of the fact that it was supposed to be for U.S. Cellular, which is my carrier. And, and it was for Verizon. Mm-hmm. Well, 4Ss were locked to carriers. They don't have the capability of going from carrier to carrier to carrier oh, like you can with yeah, yeah. the 5Ss. So I thought, great. Now I'm still stuck with the shitty little LG flip phone <laughs> that I absolutely detest. I do not ever want to carry my work phone, my iPhone with me because I don't like being on an electronic leash. So I went to the dark side. And yes, I bought a Samsung S5. Cool. Which is sitting right here. And I will say. No word of a lie, gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> Holy wow. Do I love this phone already. So much so, as far as the customization and what it can do, you mentioned that the new, uh, what was it, the, the feature to be able to raise the phone up and have it wake up. I just saw it happen in the video that you just showed. I just picked mine up and it woke up. Yeah. And that's in an S5, sir. They're already up mm-hmm. to the was it the Galaxy S7s. This no, is the, a 2014 release. The S7, does, yeah, the S7 has the thing where you can have your display. Gestures. Oh, what do they call it? It's it's on all the time, but it yeah, it's a you know weak signal version of it, so you can see your yep. clock and notifications all the time. Yep, same uh, here. Yeah. And full gestures, I can just look at the phone and it knows to wake up and it says, oh, oh, you're looking at me? What can I do for you, sir? And I said, I want some Kung Pao chicken. And it said, how would you like it cooked? Oh, look, it just did that for me, too, because I said telephone. And it said it went straight. It still went straight to telephone. <laughs> you don't have to go. Okay. Oh, okay, Google. <laughs> uh, I just okay, made Google. a bunch of people stop listening to the podcast. Okay, watch this. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Okay, Google. Yeah. It's listening. <laughs> I effing love this phone. And um, long story short, um, of the 4,688 photos I had in my iCloud, mm-hmm. uh, 171 videos, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in my iCloud, 426 contacts in my iCloud, plus all the text messages that we have. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and I downloaded Smart Switch, made by Samsung. Look, put in my uh, iCloud username and password, and it has imported all of it hmm. and configured it for the phone. It's still in the process because, well, I had a lot of shit in there, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> that does it in the background, and it does it in the background. Yeah, so cause... if I wanted to see what, how fast was it working per se? I'll see if I can do this. Grab the top of your phone and bring down your toolbox. Yep. yep. And there's my toolbox. Oops, I'm, I'm hitting buttons. It's all beautiful. And I got a status update uh, on where we're at. Uh, importing. Yeah, it still has a couple of hours left to importing because I'm doing it over Wi-Fi plus Skyping this podcast plus yeah. watching TV. So uh, lo and behold, I am so sold on this device, and I have just touched the tip of the iceberg of what it can do. I love the gestures. Like, uh, if it's just sitting on the desk and I want it to wake up, I just put, put my hand and go, you know, do a little swirly, and it wakes up. And I can do gestures in the air to change the pages. Yeah. I don't even have to touch it. Wow. Uh, um, and the fact that it's water-resistant to six feet mm-hmm. for 30 minutes, dust-resistant because of the way it's all sealed in the case, Means I can be outside, and I, Michael, I swear, I, I, you made me laugh. I've thought of you 110 times whenever you had your iPhone up on the top of Rockaway Mountain, and it was so freaking cold trying to fix that uh, uh, power generator, and the cold just said, mm, "No, I'm shutting off." <laughs> and I actually went ahead and went to Samsung's website to find out: Am I going to be able to use this in extreme cold? Yep, it's designed for it. So I went, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so happy with this purchase that uh, I really, I mean, it's, it, and I love the widgets. I love stuff that Apple just rolled out with their new uh, uh, update to iOS 10. This thing was doing two years ago. Two years ago. And I'm thinking, boy, was I behind the eight ball. Well, I'm going to go with the 7, and like I said, I'm going to be open-minded about it. I just like what I've read and saw, and like I, when I went and, and played with it in the store, I was impressed. Um, mm-hmm. And um, been do, did a lot of research on it, so I looked at it saying, I'm going to get the 7, um, the Note, Note 7, and... Uh, mm-hmm. If I don't like it in a year and yeah, iPhone comes out with the anniversary one, that's going to probably be the Note 7. I can always switch back but because uh, I'm in both worlds. I'm, I still got my iPad and, and mm-hmm. you know, so I still got my old uh, iPhone 5 that I still use. Um, hell, I even use my iPhone 4 as my alarm clock. So, um, so I still got that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, and I have a Nexus seven, uh, which is, I'm still using, although that's getting old in the tooth now because it's three years old and yeah, you know, just like an old iPhone, um, when you put the latest and greatest on it, 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 it doesn't kind of react as fast as you want it to. And that's, that's what I'm seeing on the, uh. The, the Nexus 7 and it's limited in, in memory and stuff too 
So, um, oh, that's the other thing with my yeah. uh, S5. So my my iPhone 5s is a 16 gig, and naturally you had iCloud, so you can back up your photos and so on and so forth. And I talked. We did that. We were texting or using Voxer earlier this uh, week, back and forth, and. I was looking at what can I really upgrade the memory to on this phone. Mm-hmm. So I went on to a couple of blogs. Technically, if they made it, the software can handle up to a two terabyte SD card if they made one. <laughs> they don't make them. <laughs> they don't make it. <laughs> and yet. that would cost more than the phone. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that would cost more than the phone. <laughs> but what they do have is a two hundred gigabyte micro SD card yeah. for seventy two dollars. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the uh, blogs and so forth that I was reading, they were saying, look, if you get a ScanDisk brand card, sometimes it will and sometimes it won't mount to that mm-hmm. card. You, you'll, it'll be fluky. If you and get the Samsung people, brand, it'll work. That's what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do know the 128s are going for like between $70 and $80 or something. $34.92. Or 128 that's what now, you, now you gotta pay right attention now. to the speeds too, because you want you a fast card, huh? Yes, you do, and you yeah. want eighty. You, the, the fastest that they make is the uh, is it eighty? It reads at eight, uh, ninety. Okay, ninety one way and yeah. seventy the other uh, write and read. Now and that's the f- fastest one that they make. When you jump from one twenty eight up to their two fifty six, then mm-hmm. then then you're talking some coin there because they're they're over two hundred dollars for right. For, for so those. I put a hundred twenty eight gigabyte memory yeah. card in here, plus the, the what's sixteen got? gigs. Okay, 16, sixteen that's already in it. So I got hundred forty gigs worth of storage. Yeah, on the phone that should be funny. I, I I don't use all my on my iPhone. I got the one twenty eight, and I got a little over. I'm using a little over than half of that. And you know. Well, and I, you know how I, I use space. <laughs> everything. You got seven thousand pages of apps. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, what I did is I just went into the settings of the phone and I said every picture, every video, always save on the removable SD card. Yeah. All the apps keep in the root memory. Plus plus so, use, plus use Google Google Pictures because it. Oh, I do. I've, I've already got my Google account for, back. Just for backup. Up. Just for backup. Yep. And I'm loving life. I have absolutely positively no complaints in the first day. I'm actually giddy. Uh, about it to the point where now I'm studying the process. You, know, you guys are the first ones. Don't use my old work number anymore. Use my new one. I'll shoot you guys the text yes. to remind you so you can erase yeah. out the old one and replace it with the new. Yeah. I'm glad you told me about that one thing to move the stuff off the phone. Now, I found the music thing because uh, mm-hmm. I went to get my stuff out of iTunes and put it up into Google Music. And now they have an app for that too. It's Samsung. Yeah. That same app I told you, after you do your iCloud, yeah. it'll open up another screen and it'll say, would you like to move everything from your iTunes as well? Yeah. You click it, put in your password, and it'll do it too. Well, I downloaded the one for my MacBook Pro, and it's it's uh, it did it on my MacBook Pro. And, you know, I, I cr- opened the app and it says, uh, um, and the first question it asks, do you want to, you know, has it, what music do you want to uh, uh, upload? And, and the first choice was your iTunes one. I clicked it. Started doing it in the background, and yeah. I was concerned because I said, "Oh, well, they give you." I said, "Wow!" Uh, I looked at my iTunes and I said, "I've got thirteen hundred songs here," and mm-hmm. uh, is that going to cost me money or whatever? And then I, I read on the, um, uh, yeah, uh, Google Music, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh no, the first fifty thousand songs are free." Yep. 
50,000 songs <laughs> like, for 50, I ain't gonna hit 50,000 songs any. <laughs> so. The other thing too, I liked with the Samsung is when you sign up for a Samsung account, they also back up all the settings on your phone, just oh, really? like uh, Apple. Okay. I so don't know about a, that yet because I don't it, have any. It's on Samsung. the phone. You'll see it on your. So you okay. sign up for a Samsung account and you can use your Gmail mm-hmm. to sign up for a Samsung account, which costs nothing. Mm-hmm. And it auto backs up everything that's on your phone to their servers. So if oh, you get good. another Android phone, you just go into your Samsung account, put in your information, and just like iCloud, <laughs> sucks it down all your settings, uh, all your apps, all your everything. That, when I got my, first got my Nexus Seven, that's one thing I liked because you know you you started up, and uh, of course it was brand new, my first Android thing. So, but it was neat because it said, uh, "Do you want? What do you want to log into? You know what." pick a google account to log into this thing you know be your login for so i picked my main google gmail account and uh lo and behold it automatically sucked down all my contacts which were up in the main (laughs) thing sucked them down put them on the phone uh set up my email and (laughs) and did all this so i was like well that was kind of impressive and that That was three years ago it's impressive (laughs) so yeah We'll give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. Um, I've been a I've been an Apple snob for many years, but uh, that was the last one. I was the holdout. You, Barty, and Michael were all on Apple, and I was the holdout. I'm like, no, I don't friggin' want it. (laughs) Well, I gotta say, when 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 Google uh, when when Android first came out, it was it it was kind of crappy. They were playing catch up, and I will say, I've looked at other. Android phones, and and yeah. I'm telling you, the only one I want to buy is a Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all the ones that are out there, and I've heard other people talk, oh, well, this is good, but it doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. This is good, but it doesn't do this. I said, nah, you know what? I have other Samsung pro- Samsung products, and they all work flawlessly. Yep. And I said, hey, you know, this is this, if I'm going to get an Android phone, I'm going to get a Samsung because I, yep. you know, I know the quality of the workmanship that goes in there except for the batteries uh <laughs> oh no they're but the bat well yeah that one yeah, <laughs> yeah. so by the way that brings me to so i bought a case after you buy a smartphone you buy a case and i'm jumping on michael's story a little bit here i don't want to step on it too much but i bought an unu unu battery case mm-hmm. which doubles the battery life of the phone hmm. so i had like 390 hours of standby time a hundred and I forget. I think it was 158 hours of talk time, 115 hours of watch or listening to music. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's ludicrous how long it'll it goes. Yeah, uh, it runs the phone without being charged up. Nice. So yeah, Unu U N U. If you have to look them case, up. It's worth it. It's a nice case. That's what I got on the phone right now. I always look for a case that's got a kickstand on the back of it. <laughs> Believe it or not, I watch a lot of video on the thing, and I like to set it up on the, with using a kickstand. <laughs> oh, the screen on this thing is incredible. That OLED yeah. that uh, Samsung uses. Oh, my God. It's like watching. It's more vibrant. It's like watching my Samsung TV. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. And it shoots all in 4K video. Yeah. Yeah, is it uh, the, the, the did the five switch over to USB C or is it still regular USB? It's USB C. It's it's the three so it's it's the long. Oh, okay. One. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I already pre bought USB C cords. Yeah, I, got, I bought mine at Walmart yesterday. I I I, I went Amazon. I had to order. Oh, my wife went through a keyboard. Speaking of geek stuff, she she killed another 
keyboard on the Mac mini, um, the lower row of keys, half of them were not working whatsoever. So this time around, I didn't go Apple for the keyboard because this is like the fourth Apple keyboard that's died on me. So I got a Logitech, but it's it's made for Apple, but I got a Logitech wireless full-size keyboard that is um, solar powered. So it's got a battery, but, you know, I mean, solar power, you don't need the sun. Lights will do it, too, and everything. And um, it, it, it's, um, you plug in their little nub, their universal nub on the back of the USB port, and it's, it's working just fine. She says, I love the new keyboard. And it pretty much looks like a, an Apple keyboard. A little different, a little more rounded on the edges, but, I mean, the buttons and everything, the type of key- keyboard it is, is, is just like an Apple one and uh i've had good luck with logitech so yeah yeah there you go yep so uh i might be the same one is that is that solar uh, no this is not the solar okay. this one this one i bought the one that plugged in this is their gaming keyboard oh okay yeah yeah that's made uh the logitech one that's made for uh yeah uh apple for she, mac she likes it being wireless she goes you know what because the other one i had on there wasn't wireless she goes I love this because I now I said because I yell at her all the time. I said, you know, you sit there and eat over your keyboard. Don't do that or clean your keyboard. That's probably why this keyboard died because it got food in it, you know. <laughs> and she goes, you know, you're not a very, you know, um, I don't want to say clean, but you know, as I, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, tidy one. But she goes, you always freak out over keyboards and computer equipment, keyboards and mice. I said, yes. Because you touch it all the time. They have to be clean. <laughs> That's a, I'm a nutcake about that. and, uh, and But she likes it because now she can put it out of the way and, and eat yep. something and watch the screen videos or whatever, or do whatever. So she's real happy about that. So with that, we'll go to Michael. Is he still awake? Is he? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So not nearly as exciting, but it's it was important to Mark. Um, his outer case fell apart from mm-hmm. his success. And uh, instead of looking for something locally and paying $60 for another outer case, um, not that they're bad, but I think they're a little overpriced, especially locally, he got online and did some research, and he found a Mophie case complete with uh, um, doubling the battery life, nice. providing really good protection. And direct from Mophie was $60, the same cost as a non-battery case locally. Can't beat that. Hmm. No, no, a good deal. It showed yeah. up, I think, in two or three days. And uh, and then converts over to a mini USB jack, so now he can use a inexpensive cable to charge it. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty happy. It's a, it's, a, it's a slick case. I'm pretty impressed with it. And, you know, he, he's been listening to Joel talk about Mophie cases. He's like, yeah, I should check this out. So <laughs> I have a... Oh, I- cool. I have a Mophie still on my five, and it still works to this day. It's great, and uh, cool. they, they make cool, they make uh, very nice battery cases. I like the shape of them too, because you know, the way they, you know, they're not they're they're thick, but they're not thick on the edges. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of, you know, right. slim it down on onto the edges. And, but uh, I think it's a well designed case for that, and the battery life is great. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll be real happy with that. Okay, any more geek stuff to go over? Or should we move on? No, okay. I think that's it. All right, so let's go on to bottom gear. 
and welcome to another Late Night QRM edition of Bottom Gear. I'm one of your hosts, Joel. And we actually do, this week, have a few stories to tell. Michael, lead us off. So, um, I don't know if I mentioned it in the past. Uh, for those that follow me on Facebook, you saw the posting from last weekend. But uh, David's Jeep. <laughs> David's Jeep. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It's a little but, long, but it, it, it still I, edited I like down it. nicely. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but from day one, David's Jeep has not had a functioning radio. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a problem, but it really isn't a problem for two student drivers. Mm-hmm. So we've hung in there for a couple of years now since we bought that Jeep. And... Uh, David still doesn't have his his license. He's busy with college, and you know that, that's he's got his priorities where they belong. Um, and in the meantime, Mark has gotten his license. He's been very responsible in his driving. And uh, Mark said, "Hey, David, would you mind if uh, we split some money and I put a radio in your Jeep?" And David's like, "Yeah, sounds like a good plan." So last weekend, we had a father son project where Mark and I tore out the dashboard and. Most of the interior of the Jeep cleaned it up really good, rewired everything. Uh, there was not a speaker wire untouched and uh, <laughs> put in a super tuner. Wow. It does have a radio in it. That's kind of like the least of their concerns. More importantly, it has a uh, Bluetooth, Android, and iPhone <laughs> interface, auxiliary in. Yeah, who cares about the radio? They want they want the Bluetooth interface and the aux in and having it be able to work with their smart devices. And it does a great job at that. So we completely re- rewired everything, cleaned everything up, added rear speakers to it. Uh, I thought there was a terminal connection problem because it was certainly corroded enough on the front speakers. Uh, turns out actually the voice coil on the right front speaker was bad. But uh, in the meantime, it's still a major improvement. Uh, it syncs up to our phones beautifully. keeps track of where we were the last time each one of us was in the car and starts back up to where it was doing, unless you cancel it. Uh, and today, since one of the front speakers was bad and I had faded everything to the back, uh-huh. um, the universal donor vehicle, i.e. Dad's Jeep, uh, <laughs> has a premium sound system in it. So Mark and I took the front dashboard apart on the on my Jeep pulled the front speakers out of that, put them in the green Jeep, David's Jeep, and uh, now they have a full premium sound system experience in the 1997 uh, Jeep Wrangler. So, cool stuff. And speaking of that, it's time to file a TPS report. But uh, not the type of TPS report you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) It is a throttle position sensor. Yes. Jeep gets a little bucky on the low end, plus the little <laughs> service engine light comes on, and when you check the code for the service engine light, it says throttle position sensor error. Mm. Well, it is actually a well-known common problem. Well-known common problem with Jeep Wranglers. 
mm-hmm. Jeeps in general, actually, because mm-hmm. it's the same TPS report for uh, pretty much all of the engines mm-hmm. used. So uh, I got online, looked at it last weekend when I was uh, on the medic shift, and uh, I saw what they went for online. I was like, okay, well, I still want to support local businesses if at all possible. So I called a couple of the local auto parts stores in the area. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> first of all, nobody had it in stock, which I was shocked at because it's a pretty common problem. Hmm. And they wanted $60 for it. Ooh. Um, this TPS report, shipping included, was fourteen ninety-five. <laughs> Same part. Really? Yeah. So uh, tomorrow... I'm saving all these these projects for when Mark's available, but tomorrow Mark and I will uh, raise the hood on the Jeep, take the old TPS sensor out, and replace it so he can see what I'm doing. And more importantly, I'm going to let him do most of it himself. Nice. Nice. But, uh, having fun. That's cool. Yeah. That that's you know being able to do stuff like that, working with your with the kids, you know your, I say kids in my case, sometimes my my daughter, sometimes my son, you know, and and you with Mark and and David, yep. it. It's it's really a good bonding time, you know, bonding experience. Yep, and it's good experience for them. Learned it, it, well, he learned a lot going through the robotics program, and he's still on it. He's 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 uh, back on first robotics this year, mm-hmm. oh, and uh, so he's already learned how to solder and learned a lot about mechanics and everything. It's all been really good experience for him. So now I'm going through the automotive stuff with him, and yep. uh, nice. and we get done with the Jeep. We have some repairs to make on the family truckster before winter sets in. So the what? The family truckster. Coolness. <laughs> you know, by the time this experience is over, I'll probably have to rebuild the black cheap from the frame up. But you, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally doable. Yeah. With a twin-turbo diesel four-cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, jeez. You know, there'll be one lug nut left of the original Jeep, you know? <laughs> See this, Paul? Uh, that part's the Jeep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I always joke you can buy anything online but the VIN number, and you probably can buy that somewhere else too. But wow, mine's nowhere near as uh, uh, as as. Oh, what I want to look for? Cheerful, you know, upgrading to a new radio, that kind of thing. Mine more came in the lines of ring, ring, hey, dad, yeah. Mm, Daisy's making a clunking noise. Okay. Give me your asshole, too. (laughs) (laughs) In this case, it does, because I said, all right, well, baby, you're up here. I mean, does it feel safe to drive? Is it brakes working fine? Yeah, check the fluid, check the, yep. I said, all right, get home here, and, uh, my daughter brought Daisy home, made it with reasonable no problems aside from she said, there's this clunking noise. I said, a clunking noise? Yeah. <coughs> oh, I said, you know, not, I, I can't do any wrenching really because of the back and so forth, but I can certainly get in there and try to diagnose and you can be my hands and, and eyes and we'll work on it in that respect. You can do the work and I'm just going to look to see what I think it may be. 
And she said, all right. Oh, I was sitting here in the house looking out the front window and, oh, here come the, you know, here come the kids round the corner off the road coming up the dirt driveway. And lo and behold, what do I see? But the freaking bumper cover smacking the side of the car, hanging off of it. <laughs> the driver's side I said, you know, I think I found the, pl- the uh, clunking noise where it's smacking the side of the car. And Jeez. <laughs> she pulls in and parks. And I said, um, did you forget to mention something? She said, what? I said, you didn't notice the front bumper cover? On the left side of the car, hanging down, just smacking the side of the uh, the fender, the back quarter panel. Oh, well, I, I knew that was probably something that you know it's not it's not good. But I'm like, when I gave you the car, did it hang at a forty five degree angle or was it parallel with the ground? She said, I know. I said, no, no, you don't. These are the little things you need to tell dad about. And uh, lo and behold, I said. Pulled the car over in front of the garage. So uh, looked at it here, looked at there, said, oh, you got a sway bar and link that it looks like it's getting a little loose when we get that replaced. Said, but I'm pretty sure that thunking noise is that bumper cover. And as we had, I mentioned in previous uh, episodes, Daisy, uh, uh, she only has to make it till December. And then my daughter's buying a new car. So, rather than, I looked at the clips on it, and they had completely rusted. The clips are still attached to the bumper cover. It's just, so wasn't part of the quarter panel. It rusted right <laughs> So, I'm like, well, the oh, clips geez. are still there, but I don't think I have anything to attach it to. So, we raise that corner up, and you shoot some sheetrock screws through it. <laughs> right through it. In good the, enough. <laughs> exactly. Right into where there is good metal to bite. Get out the uh, the black caulk and caulk the seam between the bumper cover where it meets the metal with a nice clean black line, which looks like it was factory, and uh, which now bonds and glues it and helps the screws. And I said, she's good. You're good till December. <laughs> I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go shoot a few screws on the other side because that's probably ready to go, too. So yeah, I might as well. <laughs> figured, eh, I'll, I'll cut it off before it becomes an issue. And... Uh, Check that uh, sway bar end link, and uh, off she was, and it's still running and raring to go. But uh, that was that's it. That was the whole rigmarole uh, with, with Daisy, and, and, and uh, uh, the fact that it's going to start to nickel and dime. Yep, yep, I'll do it. So, how's your yep. other car doing? You mean Goldfinger? I don't really care. I just wanted to play the Goldfinger. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Goldfinger's actually running really, really good. I decided I want to have Dr. Ken throw a water pump on him just because before winter. Yeah, gets you here. were talking about doing that. Yeah, you know, I think, you know what? It's the original one as far as yeah. I know. And everything else, the heater core, the thermostat, the radiator, Better. all that's new. The only thing that's left that had some originals, the the, the uh, water pumps up. That ah, screw it, throw a new one on it. Anyway, it's only forty bucks. Better to do it yeah. in seventy degree weather than minus yeah. fifteen degree weather. Or after freezing my living bejesus off last winter, when the thermostat decided it no longer wanted to work on the coldest week we had of the year, 
and getting hypothermia and making it all the way to uh, two towns away before I turned around because my teeth chattered so much I couldn't hear the radio. I thought, no, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna prevent that from th- this year from happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it for Bottom Gear this week. Yes, sir. All right. Let's move right into entertainment last month. Welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we review shows that are probably very old to you, but they're new to us. It's the first time we've looked at them. Well, in my first uh, topic here, no, it's not the first time, but uh, thank you, BBC America. You wasted, you had me waste almost an entire weekend last weekend because you decided to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, and you did that by having the original series Marathon that ran all weekend long. And I think they're doing it again this weekend. I'm not sure, but uh, it sure was good watching all the old shows. And I I told Anne-Marie, I said, you know what? For a show that's 50 years old, that was had a low-budget Produced in the 60s, I said, this is classic television. Yeah, I mean, it, they still hold up to today. Absolutely hold up. You know, it's like you, you watch it, and even though you've seen it, you just watch it again. Absolutely, in my opinion, great television. So mm-hmm. so we had a good time watching the old Star Trek movies. And, and speaking of Star Trek, uh, we just watched tonight, uh, they released another Star Trek Continues, which is the fan-based one, the really good one yeah. out there. You can watch it on, uh, if you want to watch it on your, uh, you can watch, I guess it's on um, uh, YouTube, and mm-hmm. but it's also on Vimeo. And we usually okay. watch it on Vimeo through Roku. And, uh, excellent. They do, I mean, it's like you're watching the original series, a continuation <laughs> of the original series. They do really good shows on there. So they had episode seven came out and, uh, we watched it tonight right before I came up here. Really enjoyed it. So Michael, you're next. So, yeah, well, and last weekend I was playing medic and quite frankly, although I'm a big Star Trek fan, I didn't even know it had come up. Until I started seeing posts online. Uh, it did bring up memories, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched Star Trek, the original series, first run on our black and white Admiral TV set. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> yep. it wasn't until well into the reruns that we finally got our first color TV set in the house. Yeah. But uh, way cool. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Uh, Netflix, big surprise. Because uh, that's about all I have time to watch. Because I can watch it when I want to. Um <laughs> My pick for this week is a, a uh, two-episode series called Long Shadow, and uh, it's another documentary, and it's about starting mostly and dealing mostly with World War One, which uh, has uh, big significance to my family because that's when the French side of our family moved to the U.S. was because of World War One, and then uh, my family and relatives 
played a big part in support when World War II came along. But uh, what Long Shadow is about is the lasting effects of what World War One did to the U.S. governments, or not the U.S., the world governments. Uh, the changes of fascist and democracies throughout the world as a result, and just it's, I find it very fascinating. It's not, it's certainly not an action-packed uh, documentary, but uh, I think they raise some very interesting points. Uh, hmm. What happened with the government in, in the UK? What happened with the various governments in Europe? And even you know what what happened in the US afterwards. So that's my pick for this week. All right. If you're in, if you're into the war stuff and how it affects uh, how we run our countries, it's an interesting interesting okay. show. Cool. And then I have one that I think I mentioned last week. I'm not sure. No, I don't know. I'm you know we're all um, dark matter fans here, and um, I we there's a lot of people that watch it at work too, and. Um, I was talking to one of the guys. He goes, yeah, and I like the show that comes on before it. Well, you know, I, I watch Dark Matter. I, even though I get the Seafy channel, um, I I watch it off the magic antenna because it's <laughs> commercial free. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I said, well, what show is that? And he says, oh, it's a, I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's about all these bounty hunters that go out, you know, through space and do things i said well that sounds kind of cool well so i looked it up the name of the show is killjoys and it is bounty hunters that uh um go throughout the world um mostly work for their their independent uh, uh bounty hunters however they work for the uh corp big corporation that goes after these things because uh at this time um it's basically the corporations um run everything the government is like minimal and uh so it's that's the kind of world you're in and uh i I marathon three shows i do like it i haven't had a chance to go back and watch it since then uh but i do plan to do it it's uh they just finished up i think or they're maybe getting close to finishing up season two so it's only two seasons so far so uh you could probably find it's the first season streaming somewhere um and uh the second season you can probably catch on the CFE if you're on cable or one of the satellite things uh, i believe you can go watch uh watch uh reruns on there on uh, you know the on demand stuff so but killjoys recommend it it's pretty cool so michael and uh, i'll finish this one up with uh, a podcast recommendation um i'm still Still catching up. Not quite as bad as Barry. I'm caught Barry's up. Got to tw- You're caught up. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm caught not. up. <laughs> I'm, I'm still. I mean, I just, I just caught up with a, uh, a shout out to Virtual Uper from Scarborough, dude, from last June, I think. May even be <laughs> earlier before that. Thanks, Ken. I just got it. Appreciate it. Um, and I'm still catching up with lots of other shows and, and new topics from uh, the summer. But uh, while I was at MMPR, I uh, had the pleasure of sitting next to a new visitor to MMPR, a gentleman by the name of Oliver Rockside. And uh, he does a podcast called The History of New Wave. Huh. And uh, had not had a chance to listen to any of it yet until about a week ago. And uh, it's incredibly good. 
I highly recommend it. If if, that's, if that type of music is your bailiwick, if it's not, you may not be interested in it. But uh, he really does his homework. Uh, he's a former professional DJ, and uh, he goes into the history of the bands, the makeup of the members, sometimes the rise and the fall of the bands, and which <laughs> directions they went afterwards. But uh, uh, just really, really good uh, presentation. And since he's doing it from Canada, he can actually play the songs. So, um, uh, yeah. again, I highly recommend it. He started the podcast a year ago, September. So he's only about 25 episodes into it. So it's, oh. it's something you can go back realistically and start from ground zero and listen all the way through. And I'm only into maybe the fifth or sixth episode at this point because, uh, although it's something you can play in the background, I really like to listen to what he's got to say, which is the other reason why I'm behind in all the other podcasts, because there's very little fluff I listen to that, you know, I can just ignore in the background. And when I'm doing lots of programming and things are busy at work, yeah. I'm not paying attention to what I'm listening to. So uh, that's why I'm behind. I have to wait till times when I can actually concentrate on what I'm listening on. But uh, that's my uh, that's my pick for this week. All right. I, I just wanted to throw one thing out there, if I may. Sure. Uh, it's kind of bottom gear related. However, uh, just for those who are who do care, uh, the Grand Tour episode one release date on Amazon is the 18th of November. Okay. And if you are curious, you can jump onto YouTube and put in the Grand Tour, and there are seven videos, little snippets, just to uh, see of the boys in action, and okay. uh, you won't be disappointed. Okay, I'm gonna have to go check that out. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I just also, I, I mentioned before South, South Park season 20. Do you believe that season 20 began last Wednesday night? And I got to tell you, they're on topic as usual. Um, they handled, <laughs> you just got to go watch it. It's funny as hell. I will mention that, uh, they are handling the election and of course, uh, the two, um, the two candidates uh, that are running, um, you can kind of tell who they are, but one is the giant douchebag, and the other one is the <laughs> shit sandwich. <laughs> so, yes, it's a competition between the giant douchebag and the shit sandwich. <laughs> so, uh, please, go, enjoy. Yes, it's kid kiddie stuff. It's got kitty humor in it, but then they got... Uh, the satire in that show is the best out there, and and they slam all sides. Nothing is sacred on that show. So go watch it. It's a fun, fun watch. So okay, our musical guest tonight, because Australia is about to go into their springtime. I decided we'd celebrate Australia a little bit with uh, a great '80s song from Men at Work. And the song Down Under. So that's our musical guest, Men at Work, and the song Down Under. And as we always do each week, we are each show, we uh, uh, say hello out there to the uh, military members, both CONUS and OCONUS, and thank you for your service. And we, please, stay safe out there. And uh, we hope uh, you OCONUS guys get home to your family and friends real soon. And until then, we'll keep the home fires burning for you so with that from the Monadnock region where it's beginning to get colorful just starting but they're going to be pastel colors this year because of the drought 
in the southwest corner of New Hampshire, I'm Barry J. And from South Central New Hampshire, this is Joel. And from the old school studio of Studio V, this is Michael the Virtual Uber. All right, people, that's it for show, uh, what is this, 221? 221, yeah, 220, 221, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll see you next time on 222. Hey, you know what? That kind of is a, uh, you know... We'll have to scream it out. You have to come up. You have to come up the room, room two twenty two. Yeah, get the theme from that. But it's the same forward as it is backwards. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, a holodromic wonder. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Until then, here's men at work.
Samson, speak. Good boy. 